I have to say, listening to like every podcast for the last two weeks has been pretty great because they're figuring out all the things that you guys figured out like six years ago. (laughs) (laughs) We're recording from our house. It might be there might be some noise in the background (laughs) and then you can never hear it. Oh, God. Dog. Did somebody <laughs> did somebody apologize for the dog in the background? <laughs> that was that was Abby. In Buffalo, New York, I'm Bobby Pape, and this show has everything. We've got a cooler full of Diet Coke and weird energy drinks. We've got a stack of CDs featuring music I burned off of Kazaa. We've got a distinct lack of working air conditioning and our resident road trip expert. And joining me to bring it all together from the Deerblind Studios in the Mountain Room at the ranch in Manchac, Texas, it's Mike the Gel Dude Frizzell. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Bobby. And the aforementioned expert... Rounding out our uh, guys only. I don't know. We're going to have to figure out what we're calling this. Our, our bro chat podcast extraordinaire from his home office garage studios in Leawood, Washington. It's the lesser half of the nice lady, Mr. Christy Wise, Jeremy Holmes. Good morning, Jeremy. Good morning, Bobby. <laughs> Welcome to The Show Has Everything. Thank you. Yeah, it's exciting. It was nice of you guys to uh, have me on. So thank you. Yeah, I think um, the the ladies have had several uh, Boot the Boys episodes, several Coven episodes. Yeah. And uh, we just thought that we would rally three of the most masculine dudes we could think of. Mm-hmm. Bro and, down, ho down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go. Celebrate each other's strength. With yeah. An episode. Because because it's it's been too long since three white guys had a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time yeah. you heard something like I'm that? I'm not even wearing and, uh, a shirt right now. That's how masculine i am <laughs> or or two white guys who host a podcast having a white guy as a guest on their podcast yeah 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 and he's the boss by the way he's the boss of the organization that's true yeah so, so uh, uh yeah some check Bowing. in there <laughs> we're gonna do a little small talk including how we're doing we're gonna talk about some aggressive covid related email marketing we're gonna talk to our friend jeremy and catch up on him and where he's been and what he's been up to lately including the fact that he is broadcasting from a homemade desk made out of stolen wood <laughs> upcycled uh, gonna... upcycled Ups- <laughs> salvaged <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna salvage from other people who paid for it and then we're gonna do a mailbag uh and then some exciting medium talk because jeremy is here we're gonna jump right into one of his strong suits which is road trips followed by a question of the week, some TC recommends housekeeping and how to get involved. Uh, but first, gentlemen, uh, and I'll use that term loosely, how you doing on this uh, <laughs> this uh, just uh, roller coaster to hell that we've been riding for a couple of weeks now? Well, I speaking only for myself, I hate it when people say that, speaking for myself, well, Please don't speak for anyone else. Speaking for white um, men aged thirty to seventy <laughs> everywhere. Uh it it's been one of the worst weeks I can ever remember. But not not just because of what's happening nationally. I have some really terrible things happening personally, but 
because I want to keep the energy good on the show, I'm not going to talk about any of the bad stuff. Maybe on a future show, <clears throat> I'll do that. But what I, uh, I enacted a, a coping strategy uh, this week that I talked about um, when things started to to go down. Um, I think in one of our chats, somebody talked about there's going to be a run on the banks, and I was like, no, there's not going to be a run on the banks. Um, people are going to have a lot of free time in the next few days and they're going to go to the bank and take care of some things, but there's no reason to have it run on the banks and it's not going to happen. And, and the money that we all have in the bank doesn't mean anything to anyone. Let's just face that. Unless you guys have been hiding something from me, some secret wealth. No, no, no one, no one gives a shit about our money. Mm, all my but Bitcoins. What I want. <laughs> do you have Bitcoins? <laughs> no. Bitcoin? I have, Jared? I have a part of a Bitcoin. I believe it's Bitcoin. A very, a very small, a very, very small part. <laughs> yeah, part of a Bitcoin. A fraction. I, somehow that would doesn't surprise me at all that you whatever whatever the pennies of a of a Bitcoin are, that's what I have. <laughs> the the round you're a rounding error, error yeah. of a Bitcoin. That, that's Superman two slash Office Space, isn't it? <laughs> it's actually just called a Bitcoin, I think, because <laughs> it's so <laughs> so little. So I was thinking, what can I do to minimize contact with people as all this stuff is just going to be us picking things up and going through drive throughs and, you know, um, trying not to touch each other as we, um, transact business. And, uh, one, one of the things that, that I do when I travel is before I travel, I get like a hundred dollars worth of fives and because I'm in a, in, in, in the airport, I'm in a wheelchair. And so, you know, I can be, just throwing money left and right for people to help me out and get me where I need to go. Um, so I thought, well, now we can go out and get whatever we need. If it's not a, like a big situation, like a grocery thing, if it's just a restaurant thing or something like that, um, we can find out how much it is and then just, uh, use cash and tip above it. So, um, I got all kinds of, uh, denominations of cash, uh, gave, gave some to Emily and kept some for myself. And now, um, you know, it's, it's their problem that it's cash, but I don't have to, I don't have to touch anything, you know, like the credit card or, or the, the stylus or, and everyone's like evolving on that too. I mean, they're, they're, these transactions are getting less and less touchy as, as we go on. But I, I thought I would get out ahead of it and just just throw money through the drive through window. And I call it Operation Johnny Potatoes. You know, like I'm I'm it's the Goodfellas scene and I'm coming through the back of the restaurant, you know, and I'm just slapping a hundred dollars in everyone's hand. And then they put the table down right at the front, you know, for Frankie Valley for for me and my first date. I mean, except think of think that except in a Volkswagen Passat um, and just throwing money through a drive through what uh is is that is that a good movie that godfather movie uh goodfellas goodfellas it, sorry it got decent reviews <laughs> i apologize it got decent reviews what do you think bob yeah it's all right is that the new sorry, one with just... de niro or whatever on uh netflix it's like four hours no, long I will... d- d- that's never... the irishman oh yeah. different Oh, Different, taking assuming. Jeremy to the movies. I mean, I don't see a lot of movies, but I think we just exposed that I would see more movies than Jeremy. Oh. <laughs> is, it, yeah. is is The Godfather a good movie? And then after being corrected, asking, is Goodfellas a good movie? 
In order, big blind spot there. Big blind spot. Apologies. In order, the Godfather movies are yes, yes, no. For yeah, yeah. true, true. <laughs> and Goodfellas is a yes. Is a is a hell yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, Mike, I was telling you before we started, while Jeremy was fiddling with his setup, that um, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> a new term for it. Uh, We're that, all passing the time. In different this is a family a podcast. Time. Is it? I don't know. I mean, your family, your family, yes, but most families. <laughs> Hillary's family for sure. Uh, oh, hey, last wait, night I put- Hillary's family. While we're talking, if you guys are listening, will you guys adopt me? Uh, because my family sucks. You guys, you guys sound fun. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty great. They're great. Yeah, I've met them. They're fantastic. Uh, what I really want is for Hillary's dad to just carry me down the stairs uh, this September <laughs> when it's Aww. when it's birthday time. <laughs> It's always birthday time, Jeremy. Haven't it's you learned Mickey that Mouse yet? pancakes for you. Uh, those are trademark infringement. They really need to be careful about mm-hmm. that, especially after this downturn, and they're going to be scraping every dollar at Disney. They're going to start cracking down on this. That's right. Um, I picked up a fish fry last night from the bar and grill across the street, and they prepaid over the phone, but they didn't even ask about a tip. So it was like 15 bucks for the fish fry and a, and a can of Lebap Blue Light. Classic. Nice. Buffalo. And... Uh, so I went over and I just I just sort of plopped a five down on the counter when I picked it up because I I just I want to tip I want to tip well because I you know the only thing worse than not working right now might be working yeah seriously um, and so I just want to try to take care of people who are who are taking care of us and uh, I, I just I don't know they didn't give me a chance to put it on the card when I showed up it was just here's your bag and then slowly backing away and I figured. You know, they can pick it up with a Clorox wipe if they want, but at least somehow we're getting cash back to them. Yeah. Oh, I'd pick it up with my elbows and, and put it in my wallet. If <laughs> I mean, come on now. It's money. Sam asked me last night if we have one of those um, extending arm grabbers that, that old people oh, use in commercials, yeah. and we don't. She wants to pick up more litter outside. It's gotten worse in the last uh few weeks and of course now the occasional spent pair of gloves and n 95 mask are being found laying in the ground it's not just the condoms has anyone grabbed up all the grabbers though yeah has anyone gone and grabbed up all the grabbers i would love to uh hand the hand the uh through the drive-thru window instead of throwing it through there it seems disrespectful just put it in one of them grabbers and just just oh man you know, i hope that this ushers in a whole new era of like some more sturdy grabbers because I feel yeah, like those the grabbers ones, are terrible. Yeah. I've never had a good one. You have to yeah. spend, yeah. You you have to look real hard to find an even halfway decent one. So maybe this will yeah, be an opportunity right. for the market to really respond since it's worked well so far. I think the only place I've ever seen a good one, a sturdy one, was like a medical supply store. Oh, that like, makes sense. You yeah. know, like yeah, yeah. It's like because because you can't have grandma using the <laughs> one of the plastic things she got at the at the Terra Toys and <laughs> trying to get to her heart meds. <laughs> <laughs> that, that can of chunky comes right down on her skull and it's over. Aww. Sorry, Grandma. You've been quarantined. Yikes. Uh Jeremy, how you doing out there in, in Lidwood, Washington? How's everything? You're oh, you're yeah, set up epicenter. in what recently until recently was a Girl Scout cookie warehouse, aren't you? Yes, yeah, it was uh it was. Or my den of shame, uh, as I sometimes call it. <laughs> I would just come in and uh, see how many boxes I could eat without screwing up the inventory. 
And then uh, <laughs> isn't that one? To... <laughs> I mean zero. No. So a... were you hollowing it out I, from the back? Because that's what I would do. I did the same thing that I did last year, where I was like, okay, I'm going to do this for like three weeks. I'm going to be taking cookies secretly from this pile. So what I should probably do, I'm just going to wait until the very end and rip the bandaid off all at once. So then I would just save all of the boxes and I put them in a in a shelf that was too high up for Christy to reach. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so then at the end of the not with that terrible grabber that you got I know at the end of the season I could uh I could reach up and just grab the stack of boxes and be like here you go we need to account for these as well <laughs> Oh <laughs> Uh do I dare ask do you know how much it was Do I know how many like how many boxes of cookies Yeah, yeah. Oh 5 6 Oh that's that's well over three that's weeks. Not, that, that's, that's way less than what I was. Yeah, doing. exactly. I definitely i had i had the uh, i went over. Yeah, I, I I went way over. I yeah. had you being into them for three, four hundred bucks. This is this is that that noise you hear and the price is right when nobody. Yeah, yeah. The, wow. You don't win the showcase and the crowd still has to like nobody wins the showcase and the crowd has to go crazy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, this was great. Uh, well, uh, I, to be fair, I think that the only reason the only reason that uh, I kept it that little is because I was too scared of getting caught. <laughs> you know, I, well, I think that you, use the method that I I told you about, Jeremy. Take from the back, just hollow okay. it out, and and all the boxes all around the front will all be full. Yeah. And then at the end, um, the secret empty shame stacks are in the middle. <laughs> my my real problem was that when I would go do, well, I guess this year it was just one. But when I went and did a, a cookie booth with Elliot, um, we, we'd be standing out in front of Fred Myers or whatever. And all of the weird excuses that people come up with to like not have to buy cookies or even have a normal conversation with the girls is really, really weird. And, yeah. and you can tell that people feel anxiety. And like, I watched multiple people pretend to be on the phone and then walk out into the parking lot mm-hmm. and then turn around and look and put their phone back in their pocket. <laughs> and, and honestly, it, it hurts my feelings like, on behalf of my daughter <laughs> and, the, and the other girls in her troop. I'm like, how can you guys be so rude? <laughs> and so it's, I I'm I don't want to be that person that hurts some random dad's feelings or the kids I guess and so I like I can't say no to any Girl Scout that asks me if she wants me to right. buy her cookies and so when they get older and get their own crushing social anxieties they will understand why these um, seemingly you know yeah. mature adults uh, were trying to do anything not to interact yes. with other people in the world. It's uh, it's impressive and also kind of scary looking back at what's going on in the world now, <laughs> realizing that there was yeah. a bunch of people probably passing germs to each other. Sure. But, Just yeah. like your old uh, Twitter handle. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a shame you didn't hold on to that because now it could be really um, relevant. I'll tell you what it, um, is really a shame is that w- <laughs> at Jeremy was available when I started Twitter because <laughs> it was like four months after <laughs> wow. Twitter opened. <laughs> and, and, I, and I took at J3RMZH. <laughs> so shout Man, out to... You've been fighting off the suitors for that one ever since. <laughs> shout out to 2006, Jeremy. Well played. <laughs> Bummer. I want that one now after hearing it. It just rolls off the <laughs> yep. tongue. 
before we get into uh, more questions for Jeremy, I wanted to just touch on aggressive email marketing because every time I check my email now, what am I, who am I kidding with my phone and my laptop open? Every time I get an email now in real time, it's almost always a sales email mm. for something tailoring their, uh, their push to COVID related marketing. So mm-hmm. like, it's one thing when it's like, Nordstrom is just trying to sell clothes and having a good sale and they want to ship it or do counter pickup or whatever. But uh, Nextiva, which is the company that we use for work for our VoIP phone service, is trying to be Zoom and failing, and they're really pushing that out there. Uh, Harbor Freight uh, is realizing that everyone is bored and wants to tackle home projects now, and so I keep getting coupons for 15% off like a, a shitty set of tools. Are their emails as dense and incomprehensible as their uh, their little catalogs? Yes. And stuff? Yeah. It's a, just a wall of not coupons that look sort of like coupons. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you happen to need a belt sander, here's how much it is yep. at this place. Like, I'm not... Why is this... It's like they, they mail their, their, their store aisle to you. <laughs> yep. Uh, Toyota, uh, the local Toyota dealership from East Providence that we still get emails from, despite how many times I've called them to tell them to stop selling me things because I don't live there anymore, has let us know that we can buy a Toyota, they'll bring it to us, and we won't have to make any payments for 120 days. So It's going to get better. Hold out, people. Yeah. These offers are going to get better. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, Texas Roadhouse has been, I think, my favorite. So far, I've gotten at least one or two Texas Roadhouse emails a day, one from a local restaurant in Walpole, Massachusetts, and some from their national brand, uh, letting us know that they are here for us in this time of need, America, and that they are doing curbside takeout and family meals. And then today, the best one yet, you can now buy Texas Roadhouse uncooked steaks to take home and grill at oh. home Oh wow! from Texas Roadhouse. That has to be some sort of a way... I- I don't know. In the markets I've worked in, um, restaurants can't send home raw food. Well, it's now... And they can't deliver raw food either. Now selling ready-to-grill steaks from our Mm -hmm. meat room to your home. Ready-to-grill steaks available. Call ahead to order. So I assume you're just ordering it at menu price and they're sending it. How do you want that cooked? Uh, Not. (laughs) Yeah. Our legendary fresh cuts of steak now available for you to take home and cook yourself. You can pay and then do all the work. Wow. (laughs) I guess what I'm wondering is uh, if they're also going to give you the pound of butter that they put on it while they're grilling it. Is KFC going to give us the raw chicken? Right. To take oh, home God. And, and the batter. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to you. <laughs> just, just give me one of those gravy containers full of batter and some raw chicken. A, I'll figure this out. A, <laughs> a sandwich baggie of I secret spices. <laughs> We ordered um, from a Pakistani place the other night because they are doing free meals for people who need them right now, which is awesome. And we wanted to support them. Uh, And everything was really great, except they gave a little bit of side salad. It's sort of like the side salad that comes with like any fried meal, you know, you're not going to touch or like a pizzeria side salad. Teriyaki. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where they just toss a couple of bean sprouts on the side. Yeah. It was, it was shredded iceberg lettuce and two slices of cucumber in a fold top sandwich bag just dropped into the takeout bag. Oh, (laughs) just why, why bother? You're embarrassing yourself. Yep. 
A couple more emails I received this uh, last couple of days. The Victoria's Secret online store is now reopened. I guess it was closed for a little while, but they want you to know. Did they they have have to disinfect it? Why was it closed? Yes, I, I don't know, but but due to due to unrelenting demand for for um, chain store lingerie at this time, they are open. And I I only get those emails because I do have a Victoria's Secret credit card. So you know, lingerie wow. is not brag much uh, essential. Yeah. No one should be delivering lingerie right now. Like if if you're into your uh, partner, y- y'all are doing it. Um, if you're not into your partner, you're probably rage fucked at least three or four times by now. There's going to be a tremendous baby boom off this thing. Yeah. This is my prediction right now. Sam and I are trying to decide if there's going to be more babies or more divorces in a year. Well, divorce, probably yeah, both. Sure. There's going to be that yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. The question is in what order though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the last email I got right before we started was just titled quote, important announcement regarding lids stores. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> important to who we put plastic they put you get a shower cap when you go in and then you try on all the hats i mean to be fair i think it was lids where i ended up ordering the uh the veteran podcaster cap so well they're on to you exactly (laughs) i i i regret unsubscribing to guitar center a couple weeks ago because god knows the measures they're taking um, <laughs> they'll actually they'll the, one of the clerks will just roll the amp out for you so you can test it in the parking lot <laughs> oh my gosh all right well jeremy is on the show today because uh we wanted to distract and talk about uh road trips um but before we get to that we need to know what he's up to these days. He is my boss, so I know, but I need him to tell me, tell us uh, what what he's up to. Oh, me? Yeah. You want to know what I'm up yeah. to? Yeah, they already yeah. know oh. what we're up to. They hear from us a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two hundo, two ten. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's get real. This thing is this this virus has been been. <laughs> Cruel to all of us. What's uh, yeah? What's what's a day in the life of Dolly like? I mean, I took the Dolly tour shortly before this all. Oh, that's hit. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, what's what's Dolly life like now? Now, um, well, so Christy and I have both been working from home, and we were starting to between her and me and Elliot. It's been like a little bit challenging to coordinate who has calls and when. Uh, just Ellie's to... always had an aggressive sales call schedule. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's got <laughs> yeah. her D and D call. She's got her. <laughs> I'll randomly go in her room and she'll be on a Zoom with like thirty people from her class, and it's just a bunch of third graders screaming at each other, and I have no idea what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Would you? Jeremy say... won't get this, but uh, she got the Glen Gary leads. Yeah. So she's she's got to get on the phone. <laughs> I actually know that one because at one time, oh, wow. at one time, I, I actually memorized that whole speech to give to the sales team oh, at the nonprofit man. that I worked at. <laughs> such, such amazing writing. Good job by you. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So because of that, I decided to move my office into the garage because then I could just have space and not have to worry about whatever. But we also don't have very many desk height things. So we have a little futon in the office and kind of this TV tray that you can put your computer on. And the only other thing that you could really use as like a flat surface is our dining room table. 
which is in the middle of the living room, which makes it a little difficult with Elliot running around and Christy wanting to do stuff and people just wanting to like live and use the house. Um, and so, uh, and so I built, I built a desk in the garage, uh, and I, I built it using only found materials <laughs> that were either found in my garage or nearby construction sites. <laughs> and, um, found. Uh, and so it's been really nice. I've been hanging out in the garage. Um, I actually, all of the other um, atrocities, <laughs> all of the other horror happening outside because of this situation uh, aside, it's been really nice to be able to spend more time with my family. Like that piece of it has been really great. Um, and so, you know, I get to get up and hang out with my daughter for a while and then work and then go for a walk and work a little bit more and hang out with my daughter and work and it's great. It's pretty uh it's pretty nice. I'll be hard pressed to uh pursue any other jobs that don't allow a significant amount of work from home time because it's a significant <laughs> booster for quality of life for me. Mm-hmm. Let's uh let's break down this desk a little bit cuz we've seen pictures and yeah. uh we should we should post a picture on the show page or on, or on Facebook or something. Uh I I believe I saw um some plywood and yeah. I think it has sort of some sides to it across the top, so it's got a bit of an edge. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, built on—is it two sawhorses? It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the that's the main part that was in my garage. Very good. Uh, those sawhorses, those also um, purloined. No, uh, liberated. <laughs> no, I I had those. I had those on hand here. You had those from a previous. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. 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 I got those from Home Depot or whatever. It's just those really cheap metal brackets that you jam okay. some old two by fours into. Sure. So that yep. so the, you bought the brackets is what you're saying. I've had you bought the cheap. I've thing. had the brackets for a long time, but yes, I, you, I did uh, buy them. F- I didn't steal those. You, you found some two by fours because they just they just grow in the backyard naturally. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah. what happened originally is. I was like, I needed some kind of desk surface in here. And so I just grabbed the sawhorses and then put a piece of plywood that I had on top of them. And then it was a little rickety. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to add a couple things to this just to kind of uh, stabilize it a little bit. And then all of a sudden, five hours later, I had built a whole desk (laughs) with like a little like track in the back for all the cords to go in and a little basket for the... (laughs) <laughs> for for the power strip so it can be out of the way and it's got little shelves down on the legs now i'm uh i'm pretty i'm pretty proud of it to be honest i just need to find i need to find something to use as the as the desktop because right now it's just a piece of rough plywood and it's not uh, sure it's working for me sure. but it's not you know i want it i want it to be nice so can you uh maybe just sand that down and seal it or do you want to do a do a top layer of something this is really just turning into a handyman's corner i think this is the first time tishi's had i mean this show has everything so of course we have a handyman corner yeah i need to get emily in here she's the handyman around here i could i could just seal it i was actually eyeballing i have a pack of uh that vinyl or not vinyl but laminate flooring from christie's old condo here and i was thinking about using that as like a a surface on the top because it would be weird smooth get some get some liquid nails and just lay that down and yeah sure yeah so i don't know if that's what you meant by what have i been up to or if you meant like a little bit bigger picture (laughs) 
No, this is all that matters right okay. now. All right. Yeah. 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 So I've been working a lot. That's the short version. <laughs> well, speaking of that bigger picture, uh, Dolly, I, maybe it's only interesting to me because I, I work for the company, but um, what what's happening? What is there a pivot going on? Because like, uh, you know, delivering sectionals from big lots um <laughs> In most markets, is going to be non-essential soon. Right. But we have an infrastructure from with Dolly that's amazing that yeah. we could turn and do some other things here. So, you know, what's going on there? Yeah, that you can share. At least. So we, it's actually funny. Um, our marketing person is actually my boss, and I was talking to him, and we, you know, he was saying he wants to he wants to try and think up of something that we can do or find some way to kind of contribute if, if we can, uh, but not be one of those companies that you mentioned earlier, Bobby, <laughs> where we just yeah. send out an email that's like, hey, be aware, germs are bad, wash your hands, we wipe down yeah. all our stuff, <laughs> please right. please don't forget we're here, <laughs> give us your money. You Thanks, witch witch. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how many social media managers have had to type the lines, the words CDC guidelines oh, into MailChimp. <laughs> So, so we, you know, we, we talked about it. There's a lot of people uh, internally talking about it and we, you know, uh, to what Mike said, we really do have a whole transportation last mile infrastructure built across the entire country, which is a very like valuable service, especially in times like this. And so we created a whole new service level, basically that it's kind of like a curbside delivery, but you know, it's basically like a touchless service. You can interact with people through our app and um, or on the phone with your driver. And so you don't actually have to even see them at all if you don't want to, but you could coordinate where to leave items. And uh, so it can be done in a safe and, and non-invasive way that still respects all the social distancing guidelines we're supposed to. Um, and then we've also been reaching out to retailers like Costco, like grocery stores, some of those uh, t companies to let them know that we exist and <laughs> let them know that if they need help with last mile delivery solutions, most companies that do the things that we do are taxed to the max right now. Um, I mean, Am mm -hmm. Amazon just went out and hired 10,000 drivers to try and mm -hmm. help meet the increased demand they're getting. So, um, there's it's plenty. Malcolm Gladwell book on transportation, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yes, we're trying to find ways that we can actually contribute and help and get supplies or get food or get, you know, whatever office, office furniture to people if they need it. Um, and so in most of the most of the markets that we're operating in, we're able to continue operating, at least in some capacity, um, because there are parts of what we do that actually are essential or considered essential. I, I can't wait for the first damage claim I get that involves like a punctured uh, plastic jar of peanut butter pretzels or something. <laughs> my, I want my seven ninety nine. My pallet of muffins now. was dropped. <laughs> and the uh, Otis Spunkmeyer owes me X. Oh man! All right, uh, Jeremy. Your new podcast, Beverage Minute. Yes, tell us about. Yeah, that. so I am a I'm a drink enthusiast um, in several ways. I was an alcoholic 
<laughs> probably my whole life. I don't know how that works. But, you know, I was an alcoholic. I love drinking. Um, I've also loved drinking anything except for water, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, water's for chumps. <laughs> and the weirder, yeah. the weirder, the better. <laughs> Weird kombucha, uh, like scary stuff. Any, like any drink they sell out of a bag, that's something that I want to try. Um, There's culture <laughs> somewhere yes, in the yeah. ingredients. I want it to move. <laughs> that, <that's>, um, <laughs> slightly, a slight motility here. Uh, so I decided to, I decided to make a podcast uh, for and by fellow beverage enthusiasts such as myself, uh, and it's called the Beverage Minute. And so every show will go through a category of drinks or a specific drink. Uh, and I will sit down with a guest or sometimes Christy and go, go through and try the drink and talk about it. Uh, and then they're usually 20, 30 minutes. Uh, it's supposed to be just kind of a quick little fun thing. Um, I have two in the can right now that I need to get out there. And uh, there will be no COVID. In the can. There Come will on, be man. no COVID talk. In the bottle. In the bottle. Sorry. Uh, in the growler. We got two in the bottle. I have two in the growler. Um, <laughs> there you go. That's even better. Uh, so those were recorded pre-COVID. So those will definitely uh, have no <laughs> have no COVID talk in them. And I will make sure that one of them is in the feed by the time this one comes out. So you guys can go check that out. Um, yeah, it's it's been really fun. Um, I'm looking forward to continue doing it. I have a whole fridge full of weird drinks that I'm committed to recording with people on. Uh, although <laughs> I, now I'm probably going to have to figure out some other ways of doing that because it sounds like maybe I won't be doing in-person stuff for a while. So if there's anybody out there. Jeremy, what are some of the drinks that you've reviewed so far? So like if people are interested, I know you had Christy on the second ep- or it was the first episode, but recorded second yes anyway yeah um let me see we did one that was uh cactus cooler is the one that i was thinking of uh it's like mm-hmm. a i mm-hmm. think it was from like it was basically a, a response to mountain dew and it's only sold in southern california um and there was this person that i worked with that it was like her favorite childhood drink and actually while i was on a road trip i found it down in california and bought like a whole case and brought brought it up and then we recorded an episode about it. Um, what else? Oh, and then <laughs> I've got. Uh, I did one where I drank this novelty soda uh, that was grass flavored. Uh, yeah, I listened to that. We one. had a we had one about uh, this powdered energy drink called G Fuel, which I consume a lot of energy drinks, and. Um, this is the only one that I can think of that I actually can feel like it gives me a little bump when, when I drink it. Wow. <laughs> and it has really weird names like battle juice and hype sauce, which, which is always, which is always fun. Uh, and then one more, sorry, this is probably one of the ones that I was most excited about uh, because it was, really unique and i never even heard of anything like it it was called cocta and it was this drink from slovenia and it's almost like coca-cola with spices in it um like if you put those mm-hmm. mulling spices in coke <laughs> it would be it would be that and uh that that I was a really fun that. one yeah so we need to tune in did i see something about uh uh well there was a question on the tishi facebook group this week about the nerd out loud feed i think people are uh 
looking for archives to mine yeah. in their yeah in their isolation. And uh, I see you you said something about Nerd Out Loud, which for those who don't know, used to be a podcast that uh, Christy and Jeremy co-hosted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We put out we put out one semi recently, I think, <laughs> maybe a month and a half ago, and um, uh, I actually have another mm-hmm. one in the nerd can or whatever you would call it. Um, so what I'm saying is I'm sitting on a lot of recorded podcasts that, I, nerd that I haven't put out yet. That one's taken. Nerd wallet's yeah. taken. Dang it. Yeah. Sorry. I guess that's why I thought of it. It's, it's already out there. But yeah, the beverage um, minute, just go to your podcatcher. You can search for the beverage minute. It's got this big green logo and actually same with nerd out loud. If you want, there's going to be some episodes coming out in there too. Okay. Uh, I was thinking of a, a spinoff, and that's like the beverage moment, mm. and that would be for a beverage that just it had a moment, <laughs> and then everyone like the mojito or oh <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Aperol spritz. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many beverages that had a moment, and then you know you see it in a movie now. Someone orders it, and you're like, really? <laughs> Who orders that? Okay. Um, Bobby put in the notes because he's a wise guy. Uh, <laughs> And he was also left to his own devices to plan the show because of this horrible week that I'm having. He said, can we do Mike's annual review on the show? <laughs> Which I at first thought was for 10710. And then I thought, no, he's actually my actual <laughs> boss. And I don't, I don't like this. The answer, I mean, no I feel, is the I answer. Feel, I feel uh, surprised. I feel uh, ambushed. Yeah, I understand. Well, Mike, uh, as your boss, if that's something you feel uncomfortable with, it's absolutely not something that we are required or is necessary to do, and it's totally up to you. It's really your time. Jeremy, Jeremy, if I didn't have to do anything I wasn't uncomfortable with, I would never meet with you. So. <laughs> wow. wow. Yikes. Well, you can you talk to our Zoom. HR department about that, I guess. <laughs> right. You do Zoom without a shirt on. We need to maintain emotional distance. That's, you know, yeah. we need to double down. Emotional distancing. I've been what practicing is, that what, my yeah. whole life. <laughs> right? Am I right? So that's a no. Well, I mean, it's fine with me, but it's really, it's really up to Mike. What, what I was thinking was, there's no question of my work ethic in either one of these uh, scenarios. Yeah, is that why you're avoiding the review? Well, in my in my work job, where I work for you for Dolly, I am committed and I work hard and I, I give it a full effort. On the other hand, as on the 10710 side, I think most of my coworkers would say that I really... I don't even mail it in. I like give it to somebody to, to go mail it in. Are, are you going to lunch? C- could you drop this on your way? Yeah. Right. 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 And then head back down on the desk, you know, <laughs> half glass of scotch next to you. Know. All right, then. Good night guys. Well, I mean, we can put a pin in this because we're already 40 minutes in and we haven't even yeah, gotten to we, yeah, the mailbag yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just I just I wanted to throw it out there as an option because you know we enjoy a peek behind the curtain and mm. you know you two have such a dynamic together. It's improving. <laughs> I will say that it's always improving. Let's go to the mailbag. 
we have uh, we have a couple of uh, regular mail messages this week. Uh, one of them I think we've already thoroughly tackled, but we got an email from listener Noah who says, "I hope you all are doing well." Hmm. Uh, Noah, thanks, thanks, I would Noah. say thank you. Uh, we're not, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, it's uh, some some shitty things yeah. going on. Some very that's not your things. fault, Noah. Thank you for no, thank you for all. caring. I mean, it might be a little. Yes, uh, we all need to have that kind of compassion. Take yeah. take that extra time to go out of our way to send people in our lives a note to say, "I hope you're doing okay." Yeah, yeah, very cool. Uh, and and hopefully we will be uh, sooner or later. Uh, but uh, yeah, but, yeah, but no, we but, might not. To be fair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just being honest, Noah. <laughs> uh, but we, I appreciate it. Uh, I think one or two of us are probably fine. If you're talking to the whole out group of the of six, Tucci. seven, eight, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just, just, just a numbers game, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. At some point, somebody's going to have to be fine. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, an email from listener Justina, my friend from just down the New York State Thruway. Here, she writes, "Hi, T. Shears. I've missed writing to you all. My husband and I are socially distancing here in our abode, living with our two dogs and one cat, which my introvert self is kind of digging, but." I'm a mom and a sister and a daughter and a friend, so ironically, I've been doing way more texting, phone calling, and video chatting than before the virus. The good news is that so far, all of my people remain healthy. Uh, and she writes that she is worried about an ER doctor friend in the Bronx, but oh, that at least that person is steady, uh, hence being able to be an ER doctor in the Bronx for the last 20 years. Uh, we asked people this week, and we'll get into it more in a minute, what they've been doing to cope, and... Uh, Justina writes, the thing I've been doing to cope is listening to a lot of podcasts. I had more than 1500 episodes stacked up. I know, I know. So I have plenty of material. There are a couple of games I play too. And I don't know what any of these things mean, but I'm just going to say them in case it matters to other people. She says, Gardenscapes, a match three on my phone and hidden city, a hidden objects on my computer. I'm excited because my kids are setting up a virtual game night using a program called Tabletop Simulator, which is, uh, if it is what it, it sounds like it is, sounds awesome. Maybe I, would I love could to have play some... used that instead of building this desk. Do they have a <laughs> desktop simulator? <laughs> a a desktop simulator, yeah. Uh, Can I turn over the Monopoly board remotely? Is that... Is that... <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> yeah. Fuck this. Can I land on boardwalk? <laughs> Can I just flip that motherfucker? <laughs> Uh, you've got to talk to her kids because apparently they're the ones that are code savvy enough to program this. Uh, They have also programmed a couple of custom card games, a version of Pinochle that they call Russian house rules and, uh, and a Durak or Durak, a Russian card game. Uh, She also says she has a bunch of crafts waiting to be done, including so much embroidery, uh, but she's been nursing an injury. So she's been working on that. Uh, And then she has some kind words about Christy in light of her kidney stone, which um, I'll spare everyone the details. Wait, Christy has a kidney stone? Unless you're suffering from one. Uh, Yeah. That explains so much. God. (laughs) She has been insufferable. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I love her. I love her very much. (laughs) Uh, I just want to pick up the end of this. She says, um, and I meant to dash off a quick note, but then the cat threw up and I forgot living the dream over here. Uh, I will say, Justina, I, I feel your pain. We did leave the house yesterday and that was to go to the vet because Cupcake has a UTI, which mm. she's good for every couple of months. Uh, mm. But it does mean going to get the antibiotic shot and uh, feeding her bubblegum scented and I assume flavored antibiotics. Yeah. And I don't know who thought that 
bubblegum flavoring is something cats would like. But uh, this is this is something that uh, focus group you might not know, uh, <laughs> listener. What I'm sorry, what was the the person's this name? Is Justina. Justina. This Justina. is something you might not know, Justina. Um, I'm kind of a beverage expert, so <clears throat> just uh, take that for what you will. But um, uh, cranberry juice will actually help with those UTIs for your cat. Well, it's cupcake. Cupcakes, though, on my cat. Oh, your cat has Hers a UTI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Cupcake is uh, well, a family hey, cat. Bobby, here. She... a little bit of cranberry juice. You got to give it to your cat. <laughs> I think uh, you just hubba bubba sprinkle it. Is what I would uh, prescribe. Sprinkle it on the area. I think. I don't. I haven't gotten that far. Oh, God. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather not. Um, cupcake likes applesauce, so we actually just we we hide the. Uh, we hide the antibiotics in the applesauce, but it just has to be an unholy combination, mm. the flavors of applesauce and bubblegum drugs. Yeah. Christy has to do that yeah. with my antidepressants. She, she hides them in your she drinks. Has, she makes it into applesauce, <laughs> hoping that I won't <laughs> taste it. <laughs> you don't think it's weird that she's just spoon feeding you applesauce twice a day? <laughs> well, I'm not going to use my <laughs> arms to do it. I got, I got desks to build, Open bud. the hanger. <laughs> All right, let's go on to our question of the week from last week, which was coping strategies for the obvious reasons. And boy, we got a lot of feedback on the Facebook page to this one. I uh, cherry-picked a bunch, um, and I didn't take them all word for word. Uh, some of them I just grabbed the uh, the the core component, the nut graph from them. So mm-hmm. uh, Kristen was first out of the gate with drinking. End of post. Mm. Amen. Uh, yep, Kristen, we, we feel you there. Uh, Morgan is pacing around uh, her apartment. She can't stop. She started drinking a lot of wine, but now she's stopped because she wants to fit in her pants when this is all over. Uh, Libby is still working, and she's also playing Animal Crossing. And then she says, friend me, one six seven one nine six five three two six one zero. I assume that's a an identifier in Animal Crossing. I don't know. Oh, Meredith's already yeah. probably... Somebody should somebody should rally the the tea shears the everythingers in Animal Crossing. I assume there's a way that they could all meet and then someone could kill one another. And I I don't know. It's like some sort of <laughs> turn into a whole yeah, terrible thing yeah. that could be our first awful thing online. <laughs> uh, Anne uh, Minor uh, and I just say that so that we know it's not Anne Lundholm is doing laundry obsessively. She says nothing getting worn twice around here, <laughs> especially if left uh, if it left the house. That's fair enough. Uh, lots of people going outside more. Wendy says yeah. that. Kate says she's running a lot. Uh, listener Bet says she's learning to communicate with gifts, which is a good skill for everyone. Uh, listener Amanda's uh, binging the Great British Baking Show. Uh, Jean writes, I know this is gratuitous, but my granddaughter brought her little brother over uh, for him to chase us around the yard, which sounds like a, a fun experiment in social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> as long as there's no catching chasing's cool. exactly you just no uh, just stay ahead and it's fine uh yeah. emily's doing a lot of knitting this is not your emily a different emily but i'm sure your emily oh, is also emily. doing uh and emily writes fortunately there's a sock knitting competition that starts every march called sock madness uh, and I signed, and they're doing it with no audience this year, which is really sad. Uh, I signed up for the... Oh, so many disappointed ticket holders in <laughs> the hotels and just think about it. Yeah, she signed up for the first time for in a few years before we were social distancing and she finished her current round today. 
as of when she posted it, please go to the Facebook group that shows everything, if for nothing else, than to see the awesome socks that Emily knitted. Uh, she modeled them for us in a picture on that thread. Nice. Uh, Katie says she's catching up with people on social media, which I took to mean that she is stalking people on social media. Um, listener Saul is a full-time letter carrier and part-time home healthcare worker, so it's a real double whammy for him. He writes, same routine as always, just with less traffic and more hand-washing. Jeez. Saul. Thank you for your service. Wow. Uh, Missy is working uh, and says she may be a better instructor online than she is in person. And then she followed up by saying she's also making stop motion animation with her kid. He's eight. So they are eight year old quality. Missy, mine would be less. Mine would be six year old quality. I'm confident of that. Uh, but it's been fun. If you want to see their stop motion animation of a Lego dump truck, uh, Go to the Facebook page for the YouTube URL. It's it's too long for me to read here. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll read it if you don't want. No, <laughs> go go you know, to the people Facebook love page. it when I read the entire. I watched it and I just wrote that. That's amazing. Like it's actually really quite cool. It's the kind of thing I have no patience for, and I was super impressed. Uh, Margaret is making homebrew hooch, uh, and hopefully sharing it with all of us. Catherine is uh, streaming the Met Opera broadcast. Um, the, the bad thing about the Met Opera is that they fired all their singers and aren't paying them for the rest of the season. But the good thing is they are streaming old Met Opera broadcasts every night online. And so if you've never checked anything like that out, I would say go do it. It's it's cool. You'd be surprised how much I think you'll like it, if even if you don't think you're fancy or a, a music opera person. Uh, Will is eating his feelings and drinking his vitamins. He says, don't judge. I'm certainly not. Uh, Kalina just wrote bagels. To which I wrote back, making, eating, and she just liked it. She didn't answer, so I have no idea. That's a yes. And and yeah, and Greg Bob, uh, our our dear friend Gregory, writes drugs, the normal ones that I'm prescribed at least. So there you have it. Boring drugs. I had I don't really. I mean, I'll occasionally partake in the uh, the occasional edible, as has been uh, much amused um, about on here. And in the previous iterations of this show, last time I was in Boston last week, I had thought about swinging through the dispensary before driving my car back to the state where it's still not legal. Uh, but then I saw the lines outside the dispensary as before getting ready for isolation. Yeah. You want to talk <laughs> about I stockpiling? Just, you, no, thank you. But but do you think the lines are actually way longer or just people have to stand so much further this away? Was, this was before we were uh, respecting oh, okay, that. Okay. So it was, <laughs> it was, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. There's nothing like people uh, uh, excitedly and uh, uh, patiently breathing on one another, waiting for their fix. So <laughs> uh, I've fix. just been medicating with it's, whiskey. It's weed, Bobby. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> not get carried away. <laughs> All right. So finally, we'll talk about what we're here to talk about. We've brought on the nation's leading road trip expert. Jeremy Holmes. And by expert, I mean he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing yeah. <laughs> at, at any moment from, from all the stories I've heard. So, uh, Jeremy, um, the the last big road trip that you had, uh, the one where you bought a car, sold a car. Oh, what, what was that, that wasn't the, can you? That wasn't the last big one, but I can tell you about that one. <laughs> I would love to hear about that one. I, we're not going to have time for all the stories. Yeah. We yeah. each have like three or no four. Problem. We're going to have to pick or so, choose here. No problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this was this was last summer. I have a friend, actually a friend that I met through podcasting, almost what seven eight years ago now, a long long time ago. Yeah. And 
we have stayed in touch. He flew out here for Christy and I's uh, wedding reception, and I talked to him quite a bit. We've met up quite a few times. Christy and I have gone out to meet him. His name is also Jeremy. And um, keeps it easy. His original podcast was called the Eureka Podcast. If there's anybody listening that's heard that, it's kind of floated around in our little circles for a while. So if you've ever listened to that, it's that Jeremy Henson. So we're buddies. We decided to meet up this summer um, in June or July. I think in July. No, in June. We decided to meet up in June. And uh, well, that that was the crux of the problem, wasn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> and so I went out to go meet him. And the plan was I was going to go out there, meet up with him, and then go on a road trip. And so I went out there to go meet up with him. And I got to, I, I got there, and I was like, all right, I just landed. Like, what's what's the deal? And he wrote me back, and it turns out that what happened is we had i had been planning for this weekend in june and he had been planning for the same dates in july and so he was actually in florida <laughs> but, the, but wait wait jeremy the dates wouldn't match up though. well the exact the, the the exact dates it was it was over like partially over a week like a midweek cuz i had taken a bunch of time off of work and so the okay. the like days of the week didn't matter as much june just like july, now it's too close together it's like enter and exit yeah you know like we need to like make a different name for one of these things yeah summer one and summer two i don't four letters starts with a j why 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 are you next to each other it sucks so i got out there (laughs) jeremy was unavailable i did go over to his house and ring his doorbell so and yell at him through the little video oh. doorbell thing. So so he has a. Oh. It was actually oh, it was actually my um it was my Facebook profile picture for a while was me giving like a thumbs up in in Jeremy Henson's doorbell. Uh, Could have just Facetime saved yourself a couple grand. So so uh, I decided to go just to go to go on a road trip. And that was the plan. But originally, it was going to be I was going to be renting a car and driving from there to Austin to meet up with Christy. Well, she decided at the very last minute not to come out because a bunch of stuff was going on. There was like some storms there or something. But I still went. But then Jeremy Henson ended up not even being available. And renting a car is so expensive, you guys. That's insane. Like, I was it, it was going to be like eight or nine hundred dollars to do the thing that I wanted to do. Um, and so instead of spending eight or nine hundred dollars on a car, I got on Facebook. On a safe, reliable <laughs> rental car, air conditioned. Yeah. I got on yeah. Facebook uh, and just asked if anybody had a, a car that they were trying to sell for less than five hundred dollars uh, in Kansas City. I started poking around on marketplace and stuff, and ended up getting hooked up with this dude through actually Jeremy's ex co-host from Eureka Podcast. His name is Craig. And uh, I bought a 1987 Honda Accord, uh, and I went, I went to go pick it up. I bought it for, oh, God, I think $600 I bought it for, and it had like 190,000 miles on it, I believe. And so I went to go pick it up, and then uh, I took that on a road trip. Well, the guy said, he's like, it runs and it drives perfectly. I'm like, great. And then I'm like, I'm in. I'm coming out. We're ready to go. And then the closer I would get to actually meeting up with the dude, he'd be like, oh, uh, so there's a crack in the windshield. Um, and, oh, you know, and also this pedometer doesn't work. Uh, and then right before I got there, he's like, oh, yeah, the uh, 
the the fan doesn't work inside the car <laughs> for the uh, for, for the climate control. Oh yeah! All right. It doesn't have an engine. It just has a picture of an engine under the hood. <laughs> I was like, "All right, yeah, whatever, no big deal. As long as it runs and drives, like I'm good." It was a stick, which was really fun. Um, so, I I haven't spent a lot of time in the Midwest, and it didn't really fully dawn on me um, the experience that it was going to be driving through the Midwest in a car that has no in June ha- Not only has no air conditioning, <laughs> but it has no it has no fan. Uh, and, and the, the air mix, the temperature mix on the air was stuck to the hot side. So the fan wasn't on, but hot air was constantly coming out of the vents. Ah. (laughs) And so, and so I went and bought like a fan, a little, uh, what's that? Not circulating, but those fans that go back and forth. Anyway, well, it's like a, the the kind you'd clip on the side of your desk. Yeah, if yeah, yeah. Oscillating, oscillating. If you're a hot secretary. I bought an oscillating fan that plugs into the cigarette lighter, and put that in the car and hung it up on the little uh, handle. And you, you just increased the resale value by like at least four dollars. <laughs> and then I just rolled upgrade, rolled all the windows down, pointed that fan at me, and just and just sweat for like seven just, days. <laughs> Yeah. You, you got in the zone, the yeah. Walgreens zone. I put, uh, yeah. <laughs> I put, you know, Waze, that um, navigation app, it tells you how fast you're going. So I put my phone up on the dashboard and just used that as my speedometer. Surprisingly accurate, uh-huh. by the way. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was oh, yeah. fun. I mean, it was a stick. Um, I got, I was driving, I was going to go into Colorado um, and I was part of the way. I, w- I had driven all the way across Kansas and got to the edge of Colorado, and I got a call from Christy saying that she was going to be in Detroit, that she she had decided to go on some trip anyway, and she was going to be in Detroit. And I was like, perfect, I'll come meet you. And she's like, "Are you like, are you, do you really want to do that drive? And I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. So then we got off the phone, and I pulled up my map thing, and you guys, Detroit is really far away. Like it is way east. It's it's really far away from. There's a there's a time zone. Yeah. Uh, involved. Yeah. Uh, called Eastern. So it's right there in the time zone. You kind of know it's far. Yeah, it's east. East. Yeah. It's very east. So. Uh, <laughs> Easty. But nonetheless, I turned around, and here's the other thing. I've driven through every state in this country. And uh, everywhere that you go, there's something to be found that is fun to look at or it's beautiful in some way or it's weird or sometimes it's a little scary. But there's always something. Kansas is not that way. (laughs) There's like one road in Kansas and it Uh is boring as hell. And somehow I managed to drive across it twice (laughs) because I drove all the way to all the way to Colorado and then ended up turning around and driving almost all the way back across the country or across the state. Uh, And then Kansas sucks. Let's just say it. I know. You know. Now, remind us you. uh, Yeah. Even the good Kansas City is not in Kansas. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What do you have, Kansas? Uh, And you. uh, because you purchased this car instead of just renting a car so yeah. that you could save $300 minus uh, various improvement expenses. Mm-hmm. You uh, you had to register this car, did you not? I did, yeah. Except for I bought it on a Friday. I bought it on a Friday at like 5. And um, <laughs> and none of the like DMVs or anything obviously are open until that following Monday. And so... I part of the reason that I hadn't gotten into or I hadn't gone fully into Colorado yet is because I was waiting 
I was waiting for it to be Monday so I could go get it licensed. So from Friday all the way until Monday, <laughs> I was driving this car around with no no license plates at all. He took the license plates off it when he gave it to me, well, which is yeah. which is not something that I've ever done before. I don't he, know if he that's wants a that twenty dollar deposit back. Oh, you get a twenty dollar deposit? I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So I was driving a terrible th- this car um, with no no speedometer, no AC, um, and it looked like you know it looked like an old beater car for four days, three days with no with no license plates, no nothing. And the best part was yeah. right in the middle of that. I was probably on Saturday at some point. I was going to this thing called the Cosmodrome or something. It's like a in the middle of Kansas, in Wichita, Kansas, there is this space center that actually has one of the biggest collections of Russian and American spacecraft in the world, in Wichita, Kansas. And so I was going there, and I went to go start the car, and the starter got stuck on. And so it was just like, it was constantly just like, rah, 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 and it was trying to actually drive the car and it was a stick. So even if I put it in gear and would take the clutch out, it would then try and like kickstart the car. And so I'm like, I can't get the key unjammed. And so I ended up, I had to pull the e-brake up and then I jumped outside. I popped the trunk and I took the battery off or I took the battery connector off just to get the car to stop. By that time, the starter was on fire. It was smoking and there was crap like melting and dripping out of it and so from that point on there was no way to start the car uh using the actual starter so i had to kick i had to Mm. push start that car for the rest of the trip and (laughs) the other great tell me on a a scale of one to ten how many hills are there to park on in kansas (laughs) there's not there's not a lot of hills i got very good at spotting like even the smallest of inclines (laughs) like just give me a little bit of help here, gravity. Just just a little bit. Uh, or, yeah, I, I definitely did a lot of strategic parking. I'll say that much. And and, and you, you got some help in, uh, in essentially hot-wiring this car, didn't you? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, I called AAA to see if they could help me. Um, oh, when I was trying to get the key unstuck from the ignition, it broke off in the, in the ignition. And so... There was no way that I was going to be able to start it again. The, the, the starter was cooked. The actual um, ignition was cooked. And so I called AAA, and the guy came out. Jeremy's so cheap, he called AA. <laughs> <laughs> I, call, I, hey. I called AAA. And, uh, uh, oh, no, it wasn't on Saturday. This was on Sunday. And he goes, uh, and, and the AAA guy came out, and I'm like, hey, I, I really actually need to get this fixed today. Is there anybody that's open? Is there anybody that you know of? I don't really care if it looks great. I don't even care if it is fu- I just need to be able to start it. I, d- I doesn't need to use a key. And he was like, son, this is the Bible Belt. You think you're going to be able to find somebody on Sunday? <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know. I guess not. <laughs> uh <laughs> Calm down, Doc Hollywood. He goes, he goes, all right, well, I know we have a Honda guy, so let me call him and see if he can come out. So the Honda guy comes out, and the Honda guy is, of course, like a 17-year-old that shows up blaring Skrillex with a, you know, a monster, uh, a monster in, in every uh, drink holder in his car, which is perfect. Um, what and, you're saying is it's a man after your own heart. Yes, yeah, we were kindred spirits. 
And did he do vintage Hondas? He I did. Mean, or was this out of his uh, Hondas? Hondas were her, his jam specifically. <laughs> so he's like, okay. he's like, all right. Um, and I told him, I'm like, I don't even care. I don't care how it looks. Like, I don't care. I just need it to start today. And he's like, okay. And then he looks at me and he was like, uh, this was a triple A call, right? And I said, yeah. And he goes over to his car and he gets it for him and he comes over and he's like, okay, sign here, do this. And I said, all right. And he's like, all right, this is no longer a triple A call. <laughs> and then he went and put the thing back in his car and then he taught me how to hotwire the car. <laughs> And oh, so wow. I was driving around the car with no <laughs> no registration, no license plates that I had to push start everywhere. So I can't really even be sneaky. Um, and <laughs> and you could start it with literally anything you, like your finger, uh, any key, a screwdriver, a stick. It was I have a video. They somewhere. call me a criminal. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I didn't put anyone's lives in danger like you did. This episode's going to be called Riding Dirty with Jeremy Holmes. <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> that that trip was honestly, like, that was the longest I've been alone by myself that I can think of in a long time. Um, and it was, it was like, a, it was a really special experience. I mean, it was fun, <laughs> all the craziness. But even that aside, it was just, it was... Uh, yeah, it was it was eye opening and fun and interesting. Jeremy, scale of one to ten bottle caps, what do you give yourself for uh, preparation for the trip? Uh, for this one, for this trip, I'm planning preparation. Yeah, planning on this I mean, trip. outside yeah. of the fact that I didn't really think through the heat being stuck on, and um, oh no, no, go back to the beginning preparation and planning meaning oh like where i was gonna go where you were gonna i mean it was a total failure from the yeah. start yeah i mean I, hey there there's no uh there's no failures that's not true it was a failure yeah yeah uh no i didn't i didn't do a lot of planning i didn't i didn't do a lot of forward forward thinking like reading an email mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a, a planning looking at like, a calendar mm-hmm. yeah yeah maybe just <laughs> Just having a glance at a calendar. It is impressive what a Google Calendar invite might have done to just, just fix all of this. Circumvent this whole situation. Uh, you know, it was fun, though. It was fun. I got to see some really weird stuff along the way. So, No, it's, it's cool. Made you who you are today. Um, we're not going to have enough time to do all of our stories. So while we have Jeremy here, uh, we're just going to fire away with him. Yeah. Your most disastrous road trip. Yes. This was this was actually in college. Shout out to Seattle Bible College. <laughs> and we me and my buddy at the time, he was a car. We're guy. using the word we're using the word college as loosely as we're using the word gentleman today, aren't we? Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yes. <laughs> and handyman as well. <laughs> uh so so my this is actually where I got the buy a six hundred dollar car and go do a road trip thing. I had done one with my good buddy in college much, much earlier uh, where we bought this Geo Metro and went and did this big thing. But this uh, this specific... I, I, I actually, I have a question. How long ago was that approximately? Which one? The, uh, the college trip to now, so probably 15, 20 years. Yeah. I mean, it was... I'm just curious. I, I'm curious if you thought about factoring inflation into the $600 car project. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess... Uh, 
was it would have been <laughs> you mean be willing to like fork over like eighteen hundred dollars what i'm saying is right that uh that might be somewhat i think we keep getting older but the cars keep staying the same price what was something doesn't line up there well yeah you should have i think you should have factored that in he what was 650 dollars terrible at this uh in 2005 in today's money uh i don't know but if you keep talking i can look that up yeah um so me and my me and my buddy he was a big car guy um and he also worked at a body shop and so we would get lots of cars sometimes we would fix them up and put other you know put a new engine in it or put new body panels on it and then we would sell it and try and make some money um we also had this stable of cars at our dorms that were just like community vehicles (laughs) that we just let whoever use uh and we had bought this subaru and we were going to we were planning on reselling it it had been t-boned and so we bought that subaru and another subaru that had no engine and we took basically the body from the one with no engine and put it on the other one and uh and so we called it the junk sube and that pretty quickly got shortened to J sube right after we got it all up and running we went to go drive it um and we ended up going out to ocean shores with some friends we got it stuck on the beach and drove it into a hole and <laughs> messed up all the body work that we had just done and so at that point that car was just ours like we were just going to have it and that that car we called it the j-sube it got us through all of college all of these weird road trips we went on but one of the first ones we went on we had driven down to california and uh it was a long weekend we had a monday off and so our goal was to see how many states we could get through in the four days that we (laughs) that we had off i think we ended up doing nine states in four days and we went down the west coast into california and then it cut over to arizona and then up into nevada and we were driving through we were driving through the Nevada and the car had been overheating the entire trip and we would like pull over. We started taking more and more pieces off of the car to try and expose more and more of the radiator. Like we took the bumper off, we took the fenders off <laughs> because we were trying to keep it to cool. We okay. were trying to get it to, to cool down. And blowing on it. And so <laughs> and so finally we're like, okay. We're going to take the thermostat out because if we take the thermostat out, then water will just flow freely throughout the whole, like throughout the whole cooling system all the time. I don't know about this logic. So we pull over on the side of the road. It's, it's, it's (laughs) one in the morning on Easter Sunday in the middle of Nevada, middle of nowhere. And we pull over and start taking the thermostat out. And when we're putting the pieces back together, we stripped this bolt in the engine and so we couldn't actually bolt the engine back together. That's a good sign. <laughs> and so we took we took like a, a ratchet strap and wrapped it around the pieces and then basically just ratcheted it down and then wrapped all of that in duct tape and then just started driving and tried to get to the closest store that we could. So about 20 minutes down the road, we got to a Walmart and we stopped at the Walmart. We went in. It was such a trip. 2.30 in the morning by this time. Easter Sunday, that Walmart was packed. I have no idea why or what was going on, Mm. but it was so weird. Uh, So we went in and we bought a pair of vice grips and we came out and and actually like clamped down the thing we needed to and locked it all on. And, you know, okay, when we get home, we'll get a tap and tie and actually like fix this and put a proper bolt in. And, And those vice grips 
I took them out of the car as we were dropping it off at a junkyard four years later. <laughs> like we, <laughs> we never fixed it. We never, we never did anything more. We drove it around without a thermostat and with those vice grips holding the engine together for four years. <laughs> that car deserved better. <laughs> y- y'all should have had to have, you know, all the fellas, you know, <laughs> we love you, blue. Just you know, that type of thing. Uh, it was such a good little car. Pyre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, send it off into the bay and just have it slowly sink while you shoot flaming arrows halfway to it because no one has, knows how to shoot an arrow. We days. did. I had I had like a protocol with my friend that I used to always go on road trips, though, that we were ready in the event of some kind of massive vehicle breakdown. We didn't want to have to worry about towing it back to wherever we were. And so we had we had a whole we had a whole plan that if anything went wrong, we were going to push it to this remote location as remote as we could find. Dan was a body shop guy. So he knows where all the vins are. He was going to go pull all the vins off everywhere. And then we were going to light it on fire. Mm. <laughs> and that beats the old cin- cinder block and cliff. And plan. we almost, yeah. we almost had to execute uh operation, uh, burn the car down <laughs> when, when, when the JSU <laughs> broke down in Nevada. Uh, probably the only reason that we didn't is if we didn't have a vehicle to shelter in, we would have died. <laughs> uh, Bobby, you want to make a choice if we have to, uh, well, Take one more story from Jeremy. I, Which one do you want I to I think hear? what I want to do before I say that is I want to tease everyone. Tell us if you want to hear these other stories. I want to just tell you what's in our notes to entice you. Uh, we categorize these as long trips, short trips, great trips, and disastrous trips. Mike has Gainesville to Seattle, which I think is telling to an important part of his life. Uh, Mike's short trip is law school, which I don't know if I know that story. So that's even more interesting to me. Uh, my short trip is the Dodge Dinosaur, which is a story I have told before, but it's been a while. Uh, great trips. I have the time I rented a Camaro, uh, uh, much to Sam's chagrin and disastrous <laughs> trips is a, is a child trip to Penetanguishing, Ontario. So that's a family saga. Uh, and Mike for both great and disastrous has simply spring break, 1987, the same year that, uh, Honda Accord was made. <laughs> From Jeremy's oh, story, maybe so, maybe it involves uh, the same Honda. <laughs> it, it very well could. It have. does involve a vehicle that we paid, I think, two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Uh, oh hell see, yeah! To start the Except for that's like eight grand that's... now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, right. Uh, be like a six fifty decent uh, eighty-one or sorry, two thousand one uh, Sentra, two thousand eleven. Uh, six fifty in two thousand and five. By the way, is eight hundred and sixty dollars and ninety four cents uh, today. This so this would not... explain why a five hundred dollar card now doesn't seem like what it used to be. That, right. That that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, you tell us. Do you want to tell us about your trip from California at Christmas, or do you want to tell us about your what you've written as college two weeks, 10,000 miles or rather. Ah, uh, man. Uh, let's go with the college two weeks one. I, the, the trip Yay. up from California is more just like, it was like a spiritual experience for me. I was driving through all sure. of these beautiful areas uh, by myself. Well, let's, and let's save that sure. because you photo documented that trip from California really well. And so we can, we can create something special for that. But uh, this geometric story has me interested because my <laughs> uncle, when I was a kid, had a couple of geometrists and he would take them apart all the way down to nothing 
and his basement would just be full of all the parts. And then he'd bring them all back out and put it all back together again. He was uh, quite the Geometro enthusiast when I was young. I love. I've had six Geometros. I love them so much. They're 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 the best. It's like a little go kart. Anyway. Yeah. Well, you're talking to the guy who drove a Toyota Yaris for six years. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. I have an affinity for small cars. <laughs> Um, yes. Yeah, so this was really, this was really like the formidable road trip in my life for a while. Um, leading up to it in college, I had gone, we'd gone on lots of, I used to go down to San Francisco on the weekends, or if we had to read a, if we had to read a big book, sometimes we would pile everybody in like a, a van or something that could seat a lot of people. And then we would just drive and take turns reading the book out loud. Uh, and oftentimes end up in California or Idaho or Montana or whatever. Um, but leading up to the end of college, my buddy Dan again, I I was like, Hey man, let's, uh, let's go do something big. Cause we were both about to get married and round one for me. Um, we were both about to get married and we knew that our lives were going to change. We we're getting out of college, getting married. And so we decided, Hey, let's go on a trip together. Like, let's go, let's go on some kind of big road trip. That's about all we coordinated on the dates. Thank God we were able to, to do so successfully. Um, I, uh, we both took two weeks off and two days before the road trip, we went and bought a Geo Metro off of Craigslist for 650 bucks. Um, it was a wonderful, a w- wonderful car, got 50 miles to the gallon. Uh, and then we went to go leave. We got in the car. This was before every, you know, before people, everybody had smartphones. I had one of those like Nokia candy bar, whatever, 6,100 bulletproof phones and sure. uh so we bought a like an atlas <laughs> map book and we got we got in the road or we got on the road <laughs> actually no we got on the road before we bought the atlas and we started driving and we both realized that we don't know where anything is or what direction stuff is <laughs> and so we went and bought a map book to figure out where we wanted to go so the planning these trips has always been yours yeah I mean- <laughs> yeah so he goes hey where do you want to go and I was like, I've always wanted to visit New York. And he said, I've always wanted to go to Key West. And I said, it sounds like we need to go east. So we got on I-90 and we started driving east. And we we had, I, I didn't even know what state was coming next. I would be on the state that we were in in the map book or on the page that we were in in the map book, uh, just like trying to figure stuff out. <laughs> and then we would come to a new sign and it would say, welcome to North Dakota. And I would go flip to North Dakota and I'd start looking for stuff on the map that we might want to see. Uh, you know, oh, there's Mount Rushmore. Although I don't think that's in North Dakota. Um, there's Mount Rushmore. You know, let's go, let's go see that. And so we did that. And we drove from Seattle, kind of diagonally down, <laughs> all the way across the U.S., down to, um, all the way out to Key West. And then we drove up the East Coast. We Actually, Hurricane Charlie was coming towards Key West while we were out there. And they had evacuated Key West or were in the process of doing it. And we didn't know. So we got, <laughs> we, we got out there. And it was empty. And we couldn't figure out why. It was totally empty. The beaches were empty. It was a beautiful sunny day. We we're like hanging out on the beach, about to go jump in the water, and the National Guard comes around and <laughs> like, "Hey, do you guys live here? No, oh. you can't be here." So we got ev- evacuated out from Key West because of Hurricane Charlie, and then Hurricane Charlie kind of followed us all the way up the East Coast. Went to like D.C., New York. Um, I had never been to D.C. before. Got to just wander around and see, you know, Arlington National Cemetery all the other stuff that you see in DC, I guess. Um, we, 
if you can't leave the country, I think uh, that's something that you, everyone should see. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and everything's free. It's it's great. Um, and uh, all the way up to Maine, and then we basically went diagonally back the other way, down all the way down to San Diego, and then up the West Coast, and we hit. I think 48. How many contiguous states are there? 50? Dark. <laughs> 49? Currently currently 48. 48? Uh, yeah. Oh, my 48. God. I was, okay, well. DC's trying. <laughs> 46. Can, so we went to. You f- can work work backwards, Jeremy. There are 50 states. Right. Oh, and Alaska, Alaska and Hawaii. And Hawaii. <laughs> but isn't there another one? Isn't there like a, some other, it's like an island or something? Yeah, Bloomberg won it. Uh, American Samoa. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Also, one of the best Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Um, so not uh, not a state yet. Okay. All right. Well, thirty six. Wait, fifty. Oh, Jesus Christ! Forty six. We went to forty six of the. <laughs> we went to forty six of the forty eight contiguous states in those two weeks. That's we drove nice. ten thousand five hundred miles, and then when I got home, I changed the oil in that geo and sold it for like a hundred dollars more than we bought it for. Ha. <laughs> So it was, it was, it was fun. It was a really, um, it was an opportunity for me. I mean, it sounds dumb, but I'm, you know, basically born and raised in the Seattle area. And so I, I got to see that a lot of the country is very, very different than the area that I grew up in. And I realized how lucky I was if for not a bunch of other reasons, just because of how beautiful it is out here. Um, and so it really kind of opened my eyes up you know, a little bit to, <laughs> Hey dummy. The world is different than you, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was uh, which yeah. was cool. And then I think it also cemented my um, my love for road trips. Um, and just saying, this this was actually pretty well photo documented too, because I had I must have had a digital camera because like the very first pictures that I have in my photo library are of this trip. Uh, please put some of them together for the Facebook group i definitely will after we post this episode i think that's going to be worth seeing i'm glad that you were able to discover that the country was less white and more traditionally educated than than seattle (laughs) or rather than your your corner of seattle anyway yeah or even i mean there were gas stations that took checks (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's adorable (laughs) wait do you guys ever uh, go fill up with gas and they don't ask you for your uh, zip code? No. Uh-uh. Oh. Yeah. I had that happen like once or twice. Wow. You know, not too long ago. And I'm like, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the pumps around here have to be hacked for Canadians. So if you live in Canada, you enter your zip code as just the numbers and then three zeros instead of or two zeros instead of uh because, you know, Canadian postal codes are letters and numbers, and they're six digits long. It, it doesn't work. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. It's a whole thing. So all the gas pumps around here have signs on them. Nobody cares about that. The important part is, Jeremy, thank you for telling your tales with us. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So Sorry much. that I talked so much. No, this was our plan. We all, we just, we didn't want to do a lot of work this week, so we figured we'd just let you fill space. Um, <laughs> the question well, of the I'm week good at this that. week... <laughs> everythingers t-shears is uh, to tell us your road trip stories and i added or destinations and i asked that uh for a selfish reason which is that uh i don't have a good long road trip story i have plenty of short stories and you know maybe a week uh doing a few hundred miles or, or up to a thousand miles around like ontario or something but i don't have a great like 
massive road trip story, but an epic story. If this thing carries on the state of the world right now, where I'm working quote unquote from home, and Sam can't really go to work at an eye care clinic uh, where you know non emergency stuff is just not happening. Uh, I'm tempted to say, you know, why not socially isolate in the car? Like, why not just drive for two weeks yeah. and take the camping gear and just just go? So uh, give me some destinations, too. So give me your road trip stories or where you think is worth going as a road trip in America. Because it's sort of like, I guess we could drive to the Grand Canyon and back, right? That's a thing. But what else? Well, I had a really depressing um, version of that this week. I very strongly considered uh, driving... 32 hours to Seattle for a family emergency. And part of the appeal, you know, was like, okay, now I don't even have to worry about being around any goddamn person for a while. Yep. So, so didn't do it. Mike, yeah. didn't do it. I, I will come pick you up any day of the week. <laughs> Just not in <laughs> yeah, June. We, or July. <laughs> June, July. We, we we didn't even get into that. Jeremy, you're known to be the guy who if somebody needs a car moved from one city yep. to another to just you'll do it for the cost of the airline ticket. Exactly. Yeah, and gas. And gas. I drove a moving truck from He's... Upper Peninsula all the way down to LA. I took my <laughs> my, my father-in-law's uh, moving truck when they moved down to Palm Springs, drove it through Death Valley in July. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're allowed to sleep in it, right? That's the main Yes, because you're not yes. gonna, you're not going to waste money on a, on a hotel. No way, I'm saving you money, no. man. I'm saving you money. Yep, it's a deal. Just if you have a weird transportation situation, Jeremy is a first responder. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. uh. All right, let's do some Tishi recommends first. A new segment I'm calling Shameless Amazon Plug of the Week, and this is because Christy Wise, the nice lady, has uh, perhaps solved our Amazon conundrum. Uh, and it seems that the solution is that we can't tell you to just go shop at Amazon with our link, but what we can do is direct you to specific items. And then, uh, if, Ah. if after that you continue to shop through clicking through to that item, then we still get the sweet, sweet Amazon cheddar. Um, so this week's shameless Amazon plug of the week is the pair of leopard yoga pants that, uh, Hillary purchased in an effort to continue entertaining herself in isolation. Uh, they are described as colorful koala women's high-waisted pattern leggings full-length yoga pants they are a leopard she rocks them yeah she does she she owns it it. yeah i mean it takes a certain confidence to wear those and hillary has it i don't look nearly as good in mine yeah i'll tell you that right now (laughs) uh and we'll put an amazon link in the show notes for those leopard pants uh my amazon or my tc recommends this week is uh cheese balls utz brand preferably those are the ones i've got right now a uh, big old tub of them every time i'm sad stuck home alone i just take a coffee filter and i pour a handful of cheese balls into it and i take that coffee filter full of cheese balls into another room and i slowly eat them and uh the tub's not empty yet and it's been over a week so uh sh- should we be self-medicating with uh fattening carbs no but uh Whatever. Shut up. Fuck you. It's a, it's a hard time. So cheese balls. Cheese balls are my tea she recommends this week. The uh, birth rate, divorce rate, weight gain, you know, all these things. I mean, get ready. Oprah is going to be a mess when we get out of this. Um, you know, without without um, sports to gamble on right now, maybe this is what the sports books should start taking numbers on. How big uh, Ben Roethlisberger is going to be when this whole yeah. thing shakes yeah, out? Yeah, exactly. Like just uh... four hundred <laughs> plus or minus. Well, just just the U.S. statistics, right? Like uh, take 
just set the line on on waking and babies and things like that and just uh let us totally let us start gambling on this if they're not working on that bobby oh that's a good idea we'll work on this all right all right all skipping this greta you get out of house me clean you come back later uh uh, buy stuff from us this show has everything.com. Click the shop button. Uh, you can rate and review us. And I assume that's just on iTunes or can you do that everywhere? Believe, Podcast, believe Apple, Overcast, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts is what they're calling it now. Uh, okay. uh, a voice catcher. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, pod ear hole distributor. Um, these are. Do they allow that on other places? Yeah. I, I, think I, I am seriously some of, curious. Jeremy, you're the expert on this. Can people review us in their various apps and where's? It depends. Usually not in the apps, unless the app, um, unless the app has its own directory of podcasts. So usually mm-hmm. the best mm-hmm. place to go is just to go to Google, um, iTunes, Yelp, Yelp, Foursquare. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Yelp, <laughs> TripAdvisor. <laughs> yep. Uh, I always uh, I download the show in uh, Overcast, which is my preferred podcatcher. And uh, in fact, I even pay the ten bucks a year or whatever for the premium. That is the correct. And then choice. also, yeah. And then also in Apple Podcasts, it's the only podcast I download in Apple Podcasts, and it's only so I can see the reviews and also boost our numbers. Oh, so, you know, if you're, we have reviews, if you're not, that's another question. Yeah. If you're not fetching us in Apple podcasts and you have an iPhone, just do it for the sake of giving us the, the boost. I went to go, I was looking at something with the nerd out loud feed yesterday and I went and looked at the show in iTunes cause I was getting a link and we have a bunch of negative ratings. It's like, it was like a 4.5 or something. Like who goes to some weirdos <laughs> podcast like, that's making who goes out of their way to leave a shitty review <laughs> oh, on I know a podcast who. of randos? Uh, whatever. I know Former who. colleagues, I'll just say. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, any other tea she recommends this week, gentlemen? Anything tickling your fancy? Well, I I mean, I'm a little bummed uh, about the leopard pants thing because I honestly was going to say leggings. Like for men, I've started wearing. I mean, not leggings for men. Oh, no, 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 no. There, there aren't leggings. There are leggings are not. They're not gendered. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, no. But what I'm saying All is, right. slow down. Hey there, down. hey there, men. You should try wearing leggings because it's the most comfortable thing in the world. And if it makes you feel better, you can call them men's leggings, and you can go t- just go to Amazon or whatever. Type in men's leggings. Meggings. No, that's a thing, and they're like sixty bucks, and it's just a marketing scam. It's just Lularoe rebranded for with a beard on it, or that's whatever. why I thought of it immediately. It's a marketing <laughs> scam. That's how my brain works. I'm sorry. So yeah, I mean, so you don't. Just go check it out. Go search for men's leggings on Amazon. There's plenty you can get for twenty five, thirty bucks. And it, it'll change your life. M apostrophe leggings. Very, the leggings very, with like a tip of the cap to the to the stretch is pant. This the bro male or is crowd. This the man's I, ear. I also just realized how I'm sorry if you're feeling um, not included, Mike. Maybe that's why you're making so many jokes. If this hurt, if this hurt you, <laughs> if this hurt you, I apologize. Hey, I that have not intentional. great legs such as they are at this point. I mean, life. you could just get spandex and it would basically be like leggings. Right, just yeah. a pair of bike shorts, mm-hmm. right? Just tie them mm-hmm. off. 
Use the so. top part as a bandana or uh, some sort of uh, protective for my for my mouth during COVID. I will say I have one pair of um, of I guess like leggings, whatever they're, they're fitness oriented. I wear a pair of gym shorts <laughs> over them when I wear them because mm-hmm. I'm not uh, I'm not looking to make everybody else jealous. <laughs> but uh, don't hide uh, that thunder, I, man. I ordered them from the Wish app yeah, ages ago out of boredom. And so they were like $4 and they have some name on them in a language I don't know. And they're uh, still, they're still like, they haven't completely dissolved. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I, I've only, I probably wear them once every couple of months or something. It's not a regular need. It's just when it's really cold out if we're going to the gym. Just, uh, which, yeah, you for, know, for fitness that, stuff. that's from a before COVID. I don't, don't go to the gym mm. now. So, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And they're comfortable, right? <laughs> Yeah, they're oh, all right. It's thank yeah. God I don't have to go to the gym anymore. I was, I'm so happy yeah. about the COVID. A little, little bit of compression in strange places, but you get used to it. Yeah, my glutes <laughs> need some shocking, but it's not going to happen at the gym, I guess. Um, Jeremy, you want to get us involved? Yes, get involved. But first, I have one thing to say. I'm sorry, I've already dragged this on for a long time, but I'll just keep going. If there's anybody out there that's listening to this that does have a line on a cheap car somewhere in the country, anywhere in the country, I'm interested. So please hit me up on Facebook or whatever mm. and let us know if you have if, if you have a line on anything anywhere because that would be super Jeremy interested. Is, Jeremy is ready to book a $14 flight <laughs> I'm feeling, to your city. I'm feeling the call of the wild. So we'll see. I mean, not right now, right now, but hopefully soon. I don't think our listeners are that shady to, you know, like peel plates off and scratch off bins and do all this. I mean, you'd probably get a legit car that they would like stand by and their mechanic would be standing there going, yeah, it's good. Hey, man, I'll take it as long as it's not super expensive. Wiping his hands on that oily rag when they're, you know, when they're telling you how Uh, giving you a confidence. I've changed the show title, by the way. The show is going to be titled Operation Burn the Car Down. (laughs) Uh, All right. So here's how to get involved, you guys. You can go to the website, thisshowhaseverything.com. If you are listening to their show that has everything and you get so mad that you want to throw your phone or there's anything else that makes you want to throw your phone, you can go to throwyourphone.com and reach out to us. You can go to the Facebook group. Just search for This Show Has Everything and look for that orange logo. We're at Twitter at TS. Uh, T-She Show. We'll do that. E- you can email us, T-She at 10710.com and Hey, don't even worry about a voicemail number because they forgot to update it and it went away. Uh, hey, you can <laughs> that phone that you're listening to this show on. All you have to do is pull up the voice memo app, record you saying something to us, email it to tshe at 10710.com. And not only will you hear your comments read on the air or will you hear your uh, metaphorical voice heard, you will hear your physical voice heard. So pull out that phone, send it in. I don't think anybody has ever done that that I can think of. So why don't you be the first? Uh, And lastly, of course, if you want to fax anything incredibly offensive to Bobby, you can do it at 617-354-8513. And I apologize. I am told that he specifically has requested pictures of butts. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Wait, do I just say that part now? Or is this like a... Okay. Thank you for joining us. And that was everything.
Yes. Okay. Sorry. I got distracted, which uh, happens. 